It's time to get up. Danny and Kate are back on the radio. That's why they get up in the morning. Nothing says good morning like a drunken human alarm clock. Sit back and relax. They will entertain you for the next four hours. It's Danny and Kate, and the show starts now. Well, good morning. Another day, another dollar, and we are doing our best to wash our hands and socially distance and do the things that we're supposed to do. But apparently people at the beach are not. Of course, we had the report yesterday about the spring breakers. Of course, you know what? You know the old rule. It's all fun and games till someone gets hurt. Mm-hmm. Now some of those kids tested positive for COVID-19. Already? Yep. Problem. So now they're trying to shut the beaches down. So, so much for spring break. After seeing hordes of college kids partying up in Clearwater Beach and Treasure Island, the cities of Florida are now moving to close those beaches. Fort Myers will also close them today as well. Already Miami, Fort Lauderdale had shut down a few beaches to keep spring break crowds from getting too big. Of course, the uh, governor of Florida, I guess because he wanted the money still, said it's an individual choice for each county. Uh-huh. That was a great idea. And then, um, so yeah, then they had a couple test positive. And they asked, when they actually went there and they asked the kids, you know, like, why are you here? They're like, well, I've been planning this trip for months, man. Yeah, they just don't care. They just don't get it. See, that's why I think it's funny when people are complaining about, like, you know, there are cities and states, like, fully shutting things down, like, by law. And people are complaining, going, well, that's, you know, that's against our rights and that's martial law and blah, 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 blah. Well, yeah, because we can't trust people to be responsible, apparently. Yeah. We've given you the option to be responsible and stay home and stop community spread, and you haven't done it. So now they got to step in and tell you what to do. And I knew that was going to be a problem because anytime we compared ourselves to China, they're like, well, China got it under control quickly. I'm like, yeah, it's a communist country. They listen to their rules. Yeah, they have to because they're like, you do this or you die. And people go, I guess I'm staying home. Well, now you just go to a work prison camp and have fun with that. And then eventually die. Yeah, but the point is, we don't have that here. And everybody right. here has got this whole idea of, I know more. I'm okay. I'm I'll, smarter. I'll do what I want. Yeah. And that's going to be my life. Hashtag America. All right. So if your uh, local area tells you to do something, it's probably a good idea to do it. Just listen. We're all strapped on this crazy train together. We'll yeah. get through it. All right. We'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So uh, Twitter is now apparently forcing users to remove harmful coronavirus tweets. Twitter is going after the coronavirus trolls. They start forcing users to take down any bogus, misleading, harmful tweets, stuff like pushing fake cures or treatments, denying scientific facts about the virus, or causing panic by spreading made-up stories about food or supply shortages. Um, So they want to do that. Also, they decided to push forward positive stories. I guess on Twitter right now, there's a movement that's trying to get people to put their Christmas lights back up. They said it's supposed to show us that there's still life and hope out there. Maybe a little uh, light at the end of the tunnel. Um, so, you know, I just want to say this. Uh, we have people in our neighborhood who never took them down. And it wasn't because of the coronavirus. Wait, but. It was based out of laziness. We're not supposed to be leaving our houses. So what would it matter if you put up your Christmas decorations? We can't drive around and go look at them. But you can look out your window. And you <laughs> can go sad. all sad at your neighbors and be like, look how nice they're inflatable reindeer are they're seeing all on the roof yeah it'll be the year our kids remember as when, why the hell is it, it's not even it's march why why are the christmas decorations chris we just took that down like i don't get They'll it remember it as the year the adults went crazy yeah well there's that 
U.S.-Canada border has been shutting down to visitors and non-essential travel- travelers, and now it's being extended to Mexico as well. U.S. and Mexico borders are shutting down to visitors and non-essential travelers as well. So if you were planning on going uh, north of the border or south of the border, they're not going to let you. Each country has mutually agreed on this. Um, both countries say it's important to cross borders and trade will not stop, but they share billions of dollars worth of stuff every day. Uh, there's word from the White House uh, that... Uh, they started with Canada, then they went to Mexico, and I think that uh, they're going to keep it that way for an indefinite amount of time as they're trying to spread, obviously, the COVID-19 from going around. Um, all right, so uh, we're going to uh, take a little break, and we're going to be back with some really weird science. And it's going to be weird because we're going to tell you something that's not going to make sense. Then it's going to make sense about COVID-19. And it's actually a positive story. So we'll tell you that coming up. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate on your morning drive. Thanks for hanging with us. So according to experts, they're saying the coronavirus may have actually saved thousands of lives from other diseases. The coronavirus crisis may actually have saved thousands of lives by reducing the world's air pollution. Because the crisis has forced so many people to shut down, fewer power plants are burning fuel, there's fewer uh, planes in the sky, buses and cars are all being parked. All of that has reduced the air pollution so much, one air quality expert said it's like we've saved um, the lives of 3,000 children or 73,000 elderly people in China alone. Wow. So that's because of the air pollution right? and the air quality. And um, also, this has really set the clock. Everybody that was talking about global warming, how we were at a pandemic stage, mm-hmm. they said that this was literally something they thought they could never accomplish. Right. So they didn't even put it on board of the whole world shutting down for a month. But it's now taken that clock that was ticking out of control and set it backwards. Right. Because we're literally stopping everything. So I guess there's some positive coming out of this, right? And that's why I said the other day that somewhere Greta Thornburg is going, ha ha, I told you, right? <laughs> and that's it. So I guess that's a positive thing. Um, you know. We'll probably, you know, full speed set it right back where it was when yeah. things goes back to normal. <laughs> but until then, we can enjoy a little cleaner air. Yeah, from the comfort of our quarantine home. Yeah. With our air filters. Yep. Just open the window. Close the window. Open the window. Don't get near the window. Right? (laughs) I don't know. And how old are most coronavirus patients? Well, uh, yeah, the CDC says 80% of coronavirus deaths are 65 and older. No one under the age of 19 has died from COVID-19. But just because you hear those numbers... That doesn't mean they're not catching it. They want to be extremely clear. If you're a millennial who thinks you're bulletproof, think again. A study finds that 20% of people who get sick enough to need hospitalized beds were between 20 and 44 years old. And there are people dying in that category. Right. It's just not as high as the older end, but you still... And that also doesn't mean that these people didn't need treatment at some point. Yes. So they could have been in the hospital, needed, you know, extra care like that. And then they just didn't. They happen to recover from it. Yeah. And they're trying as we get, you know, more and more information on it. They're trying to figure out why people, why this spreads so severely. And they said it's because of the amount of people who get catch it and have no idea they have it. Right. Because it doesn't affect them at all. The virus sheds a lot. Yeah. So according to research out of Wuhan, China, they find that 86% of the people in Wuhan, China got it. 
is what they're coming back with because China's now been testing every single citizen. Right. And they're looking for remnants of the disease. And they've come back with 86% of the people in that city. In the breakout city. Got COVID-19. 86%. Yeah. It's a massive number. But the reason it wasn't so high as far as death rate is a lot of them didn't even know they had it. The study found that two thirds were what they call stealth cases, meaning they had mild or no symptoms at all. More proof staying low key will help stop the spread to those that actually will hurt. Does that mean that China's statistics are going to change too? Because if that many people in the city, because Wuhan has a lot of of residents. Mm, yeah. So it's got to shift the statistics of the severe and the death rate even down way lower. You would assume, yeah, then the death rate would be extremely low. Yeah. Which is why I think when you look at Italy and they're at a 40% death rate right now, I think the true number for that is going to be that there's probably millions of people who've already caught it in Italy. Oh, yeah. There's got to be way more than what they're showing yeah, in their current it's numbers. It's millions and millions of people. And Italy had the same problem that we had in America. We talked about this earlier where they told people to stop doing things and Italy's like, hey, bellissima, do the one eh? and they're getting sick yeah so even during that quarantine period they're walking around they're throwing cigarettes towards each other right having fun sharing stuff and then it skyrocketed because again they're not china that's why when you look at china china's a communist country totally different environment they listen to the rules that are handed down (laughs) they're forced to compared to like people in italy and spain and america they have different government styles right so um so yeah that's why they think this is really skyrocketing in those other countries and that's where we can learn from them you know hopefully before it's too late that if they put these things in act you need to do it you need to do it um because i've even seen you know, a local in our area where there's people who go, I own a business, but, you know, we're still going to be open because uh, everybody looks fine. You know what I mean? And you're yeah. just like, that's not how that works, man. It's not. It's, oh, there's a lot of people like be fine when you could be the one that gets sick and dies. Right. From so anyway, that's some updates there. We'll take a, a little break and be back in a moment. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. My beautiful wife has been scouring the internet trying to figure out all the different uh, info we can get. We're trying to give you as much info as possible because we know this may be your, you know, if you're out there, you're trying to get information um, and we want to give it to you. Well, and right now we've been struggling, you know, feeding your kids when they're suddenly home, when they're typically gone for 30 hours a week. That's a struggle for any family Mm -hmm. and you know and thank god for the schools being able to provide these free meals but sometimes they don't want their cafeteria food and i just found that burger king beginning march 20th is that today or was it yesterday that's today okay so beginning today they are offering two free kids meals with any purchase if you do it on the burger king app for takeout or drive-through and this is nationwide and it can be redeemed one time per guest per day Oh, wow. Burger King stepping up. Yeah, and this will be um, through April 6th. And I don't think there's a limit. Like, you could order fries for yourself, and then you'll get use this coupon on their app, and you get two free kids' meals for your children. That's unbelievable. So you buy one meal, you get two meals for free, basically. Two free kid meals. Uh, Yeah, it doesn't even say... uh, It doesn't even say... I'm going to have to look, but... It doesn't even say per meal. It just says you can you buy something and then you can redeem these two free kids meals. So wow, well, good job, good job, Burger King stepping up because uh, this is gonna be a hard time financially for a lot of folks, a lot of people losing money. I posted up uh, yesterday on the Danny and Kate Morning Show page 
Um, how many people have lost their jobs because of COVID-19 so far? Uh, it's been a lot, I'm sure. And um, the responses were, it's, it's sad. Um, someone put up, uh, didn't lose my job, but I'm not working for two weeks and can't afford that. Uh, someone put, just got laid off yesterday and I have no idea what I'm going to do. I'm so depressed. Um, someone else put, uh, myself and my oldest son are both out of work. I personally know four people who lost a job, a few more who will uh, lose their uh, jobs in weeks to come. Uh, I'm on an on-call basis at work and there's been no calls. Someone put, I'm a substitute teacher here. Still no work and no ability to file for unemployment. And that's the big issue for a lot of folks. If you're self-employed, you know, you feel bad for the employees who lose their jobs or whatever. But the right. people who own their business, there's no unemployment if you own a bar. Or if you're a contract worker. Or you're a DJ. Mm-hmm. Or you're a bouncer. Or you're a substitute teacher. Someone else put, got my hours cut, barely guests coming into the hotel I work at, so I can only work now two days a week. How will I survive? Someone else put, I lost my DJ karaoke gigs this week, probably next week as well. Paranoia keeps building up. If this lasts longer than a month, I will not make it. Someone else put, I'm self-employed hairstylist. I've had four clients cancel, and now I'm down to just two people this week. I have a bride and her bridal party cancel. Wedding is in April. Um, I have to give her her deposit back. I mean, all my money is gone. Someone else put, my son's a substitute teacher and a personal trainer. No work for him right now. Uh, Other person person put, you know, I'm a grocery store uh, worker and I'm uh, exempt from closing. So I'm I'm grateful to have the work. uh, But on the other hand, I'm scared to death because I'm facing a lot of people every single day. Jackie put, didn't lose my job. However, I'm off work until the craziness ends. Don't know how long that'll be. Uh, Heidi put, well, March is our busiest month and everything is shut down. So we can't sell any of the items Mm -hmm. when we sell. Um, Someone else put, from what I understand, uh, EDD, you can file for unemployment during this time period. Someone else put, I'm laid off until it's over. Been laid off until this is over. Hours have been cut. I'm a substitute bus driver, not getting paid. Um, uh, another person, this is something else. I went from 60 plus hours on my dental office to 15 this week. Only emergency patients are being seen and only eight people allowed in the office at a time, including wow. office staff. So therefore as a dental assistant, we have now been comp- cut completely. Um, yeah. So not too good, man. Not too good. So I, yeah, I don't know. I, and I mean, we ourselves are dealing with financial struggles were not above anybody else in that matter no so i mean i know everyone's scared but i guess there's a little bit of comfort in fact that this isn't just you know a me situation this is an everybody situation we are all going through it right now yeah and it's not your fault and that's the thing that i have to keep reminding myself because i keep going what what can i do is there anything else i can do and there's nothing you can do from your house and and i'm a type of person like most of you listening like my wife is we work and I'm willing, ready, and able to work to provide for my family, and I can't. And that's the scariest portion of this, is the game has changed. The game has always been the same. You work, you make money, you pay for stuff. You work, you make money, you pay for stuff. Well, if you can't work, you can't make money, you can't pay for stuff. Yeah, and on top of that, like, there's been no, 
like uh, decisions made in terms of I know like LA is gone you know you right now you cannot um, evict people for yeah. lack of payment a lot of power companies said we're not going to turn off your power for lack of payment but there's it's not nationwide you know it's it's not even state by state it's like county by county city by city area by area yeah. so if it's not all the same like good for the people in LA who can't get kicked out of their house but I sure as hell can yeah and yeah so what what do you do and I think those are the questions a lot of people are having right now and they're trying to figure out. So uh, if you have any links or any information, uh, please feel free to share it on our page, Danny and Kate. We'd love to share it with our listeners and we'll be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Stupid people are everywhere. Oh, it's even more stupid than you could possibly imagine. That sounds stupid. That's just stupid. Here's Danny and Kate's stupidest person of the day. That's really stupid, right? Well, the stupid people happen to be all of us because we are now starting to flush things down the toilet. We should not be flushing down the toilet. And they're saying it's going to back up the sewage systems. Um, and then it's going to become a real problem as far as our pipeline. So uh, here's what people are flushing down the toilets. And, and honestly, as a PSA, they've asked a lot of radio people to put in, in news outlets to uh, spread the news. Right. Um, so here you go. Dental floss. Uh, it can be wrapped around things and shouldn't be flushed down the toilet. They said you shouldn't flush hair for the same reason. Uh, uh, contraceptives. Stop flushing contraceptives down the toilet. I can shorten this list to anything that is not toilet paper or body excrement does yeah. not belong in the toilet. Uh, lady products, including tampons. Uh, if you normally flush them, now's the time to break that habit. Um, some applies for Q-tips and cotton pads as well. Antibacterial wipes, they've seen a spike and those, obviously, like Clorox wipes, everything else, you're supposed to throw those in a trash can and throw those away. Do not flush those. Mm -hmm. They're not made to break down inside of your toilet system. Uh, paper towels and even tissues are not designed to break down either like toilet paper is. And finally, wet wipes. Even if they say flushable, it's not true. They don't break down in the toilet like paper does. It can clog your plumbing and your sewage system. Um, so that seems to be the issue right now. In fact, one of the jobs that's booming is plumbers. Plumbers are still going out because of this problem. Because you're ruining your plumbing. Because you're ruining your plumbing. So the last thing you want to do is have a big, I mean, you can't afford it. Who's going to afford it? If, you're, if your toilet goes to gets broken and you got to hire a plumber to come in to fix it, it's going to be a problem. You may not have the money for that right now. Yeah. So slow your roll, throw things in the trash that need to be in, thrown in the trash the, the toilet is not a garbage disposal. That's not coming for me. That's the, the government is now trying to tell people stop. I mean, it literally says it on the back of most of these products. Do not flush. Yeah. So there you go. So stupidest people of the day. It's us. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. What happened last night on the late night talk shows? West and Jimmy Kimmel decided to squash their feud last night. Danny and Kate don't know. They were asleep. Oh, man. Talk about a freak show. So let's play it back. We're talking about the fun he's having on his show. It's the Late Show Recap with Danny and Kate. The late night comedies are doing uh, their thing from their house all over the place. Everybody's doing their social distancing. Here they are talking about their new lives that they are leading. 
Hey, this is interesting. People are now watching YouTube videos to take virtual rides of Disney attractions. It's pretty realistic, actually. Before you watch it, they still make you wait three and a half hours. <laughs> the government is now saying this could last 18 months or longer, which I am not sure how many rolls of toilet paper that is, but I know I don't have them. 18 months of quarantine means we are about to see a lot of our friends' real hair color. I saw that there is now a way people can virtually watch Netflix with their friends, so if you couldn't decide what show to watch, maybe adding four other people will help. He added uh, laugh tracks to the back of his stuff from his house. That's funny. That's pretty funny. So, there it is. That's your late night comedy. Um, As always, we do like to play a little stand-up comedy, too. Why not? Here's Doug Benson. This was back when he was on The Tonight Show and people were allowed to be around each other. He talks about McDonald's. I actually got up early enough to get into McDonald's during the breakfast window, which is an exciting time to be alive. I'm always the guy at 1031 going, really? Big Macs or nothing at 1031. At 1029, you can make some eggs, but 1031, you've all lost the ability to do that. Or you flipped over the kitchen like it's a new kitchen comes flying in. You know, like it flips around like a James Bond villain's lair. So I ordered, to be on the healthy side, I ordered a bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. But they put a sauce on that sandwich that I do not appreciate. So I asked the nice lady behind the counter to hold that sauce. And just out of curiosity, I said, what is that sauce? And she said... I don't know what's in it. She says, I think it's called holiday sauce. In my head, I'm like, no, it isn't. Not holiday sauce. So before I could say anything, another employee starts arguing with her and goes, it's not called holiday sauce. It's called holidays sauce. Now I'm thinking they both mean hollandaise. But I was not about to dip my toe into that pool of stupid. I was just like, I just waved my money around until they gave me my delicious breakfast sandwich. Oh, the problems we used to have when we could go order food like that. (laughs) I miss it already. Yeah, I miss it already. The things that we used to complain about, those are the good old days. We'll be back in a couple. It's Danny and Kate. If it's on the internet, it must be true! Celebrities are rich. Paparazzi's with their cameras. Good looking and better than us. Kind of nice having so much to celebrate. It's time for Celebrity Dirt, only on the Danny and Kate Show. Brad Paisley provides support for the elderly from the Entertainment Tonight Newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. Country star Brad Paisley is mobilizing his free grocery store in Nashville to deliver one week's worth of groceries to the elderly who are at a higher risk and should not be out shopping on their own during the coronavirus outbreak. Those who need help can contact info at thestore.com. Celebrating an E.T. birthday today, actor Bruce Willis is 65, Fatal Attraction star Glenn Close is 73, and which actress played Bond girl Honey Rider in the first James Bond film, Dr. No? That would be Ursula Andress, who today turns 84. And we'll have all the latest celebrity news on the next ET from the Entertainment Tonight Newsroom in Hollywood. I'm Kevin Frazier. All right, we're all caught up with the celebrities. We'll take a break and return. It's Danny and Kate. 
It's the Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So didn't think we'd have to uh, address a lot of the crazy, but it turns out you do. So uh, if you want to just sit down for a second, I have something that's going to blow your mind. It turns out coronavirus is not man-made. Yeah, the coronavirus is not part of some black ops bioterrorism plot. It wasn't engineered in a lab either. Uh, We know that because a bunch of scientists in California have traced its origins through the natural processes. They say it started in animals and evolved naturally to attack human cells. And because the virus does it so effectively, they think only natural selection could have produced such a uh, efficient virus as well. Uh, If if the government truly thought it was a bio attack uh, or made by someone else, Trust me, the president would have said something by now. We'd have been <laughs> headed wherever it came would from. Have, we would have already been in full-fledged uh, revenge mode. Uh, that's what that's what we know. Of. But, of course, you have people pointing fingers on both sides now. You have Russia backing China saying they feel that it was biochemically engineered by a U.S. military inside of China. And you have America pointing their fingers saying it started in China. That's why they're calling it the Chinese virus. And Which, um, don't say that. And yeah, I'm not supposed to say that. And you're just like, dude. dude Call it by its name. It, is it possible? I mean, is it is it just for a second? Is it possible that it's just something that happened? You know, and it's like nobody's fault. It just happened, like every other virus. Yeah, this is how it, this works. They usually it jumps from an animal to an animal. It'll go from one animal to an animal more closely related DNA wise to humans. Typically, birds. Birds transmit a lot of diseases to us. And then it comes to humans. And that being able, the virus has to to um, change, to be able to jump from an animal to another animal to another animal, yeah. which makes it deadlier each time that it passes through this process. And viruses are their own things. Like, they're trying to live and survive and have babies, just like humans. Yeah, they are. And the virus, because of how contagious it is, they were able to release information that they think, in at least in Queens, New York, Uh, seven new cases came from Ash Wednesday. They said that the Catholic uh, uh, parishioners that went there to get the ash on their forehead, one of the church ministers who passed out the communion on Ash Wednesday uh, is a confirmed case. Oh, wow. And he was confirmed, uh, you know, because they can trace it back to when he was doing it. So he was definitely infected when he was doing that. And they said now since then, they have seven people that he came in contact with that have tested positive as well. Ugh. So they've asked him how many people he was in contact with during that day. And oh, he's I'm sure like, a lot. Yeah. Hundreds, hundreds of people. Um, so and again, he was one of these cases that we said we've been saying multiple times. He didn't know because he didn't feel sick. Right. Right. He didn't feel sick. And a lot of churches have followed, you know, safety protocols and they're doing like live streams i mean thank god we live in the age of 2020 where there's technology oh yeah so you can can stay home and praise jesus all you want from your living room exactly and not get people sick yeah and that's that's and i've been seeing that a lot around town of of churches going hey we're just gonna do we're gonna be doing our our our, uh, didn't they do it in rome yeah, they did it in Rome. Yeah. Even the Pope did it. Yeah. He did it viral, um, a, a live, not viral. He did a live video um, from inside of the cathedral. And this cathedral. was weeks ago. Yeah. He was, was ahead of the curve. Ago. Well, the Pope's usually ahead of the curve with a lot of that stuff. He's a very progressive Pope. He very much is. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be back in just a few. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. Good morning to you. So... Have you been able to convince the older generation to stay quarantined or not? Have you had that conversation? It turns out that 
Uh, it was a difficult one for a lot of people because you have to remember a lot of the older generation felt that this was just the flu. You still see it every now and then online where someone's like, it's just the flu. There's only been 400 people dead. Why are we staying inside? I see it a lot more than occasionally. Yeah. Well, I don't understand why they're shutting down the whole world over this. It just doesn't make sense. So you have to sit down with them and have a conversation about, hey, hey, uh, those numbers you're seeing about the flu, that's from a whole year. The numbers you're seeing from this is two weeks. Hopefully it doesn't get that high in six months, but they're thinking it's going to get really high in a year. So this is why everything's shutting down. And trust me, (laughs) people that know a lot more than I do uh, are telling us that we need to be prepared and we need to do this. So this isn't just somebody at the gas station who came up with an idea and the whole world is following. We're literally talking about the smartest people we know in conjunction with the president of the United States, who at first uh, was a little hesitant. Mm-hmm. And then and then he saw the facts and was like, oh, yeah, we're shutting this down. Right. So that's where we're at. And how did those conversations go? one 516 Seems like the roles have flipped. And now that millennials are fearing for their parents' health and safety during the global coronavirus outbreak, coronavirus outbreak, younger adults are freaking out about their parents who are not uh, understanding about this. So there was a whole article in The Guardian saying that they, they knew they grew up when they had to have this conversation. So our, our, our question for you is, were you able to su- successfully uh, convince your parents or grandparents to stay inside? How did that go? How was that conversation? one 516 Let's go to line number one. Good morning to you. How did that conversation go for you? <sighs> I finally convinced my father to stay at home. Like, I did that by guilting him so hard to the point that he, like, felt really bad. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he won't even go outside for a jog at this point. But I had to convince him to stay inside. Yeah, it's true. I appreciate the phone call. Yeah, I had to guilt. A little guilt works. It always works. Yeah, yeah, that one works. A little bit of guilt. Well, you don't love me. You don't love me enough. You don't to... want to stay alive. Yeah, you don't want, you don't want to see your you grandkids. You don't put yourself at risk. Let's go to line number two. How did you convince your parents to stay inside? My mother will not stay in during this epidemic, no matter how many times I tell her. She goes out to dinner at least once or twice a week with my dad and keeps running to get groceries or like one or two items every day because she's getting so stir crazy i keep begging her to stay in but she just insists that they're not going to catch anything yeah i know that's a tough one i appreciate you calling in and uh that was my stepfather Mm -hmm. um michael Uh, i called him because my mother passed away about a year and a half ago uh almost two years ago almost two years ago and you know it's a horrible thing to say but you know, thank God she went through her stuff and, and she was able to to be called home uh, before this happened because I just can't imagine the stress level I'd be under then even more so if she was alive. But I called Michael. I always check up on him, my stepdad. And, you know, he was really against this. This isn't real. This is, you know, it's an election hoax. It's whatever the case may be, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, he had a friend of his who was on vacation in San Francisco and it's a really good friend of his. He had known for years, and she had had a lung transplant about eight years ago. Started to feel a little bit of sick sickness coming on. Um, thought maybe it had been pneumonia, and went into a, a hospital in San Francisco. 
and they couldn't help her and she passed away within three days. She felt symptoms and was unable to breathe and passed away. And uh, they, it happened so quick, they don't even know if it was, if it was her lungs failing, if it was COVID-19, if it was uh, pneumonia, if it was the flu. They don't know exactly what it was. Not yet. Um, but they do know that they didn't have enough room to help her. Um, that it was so overrun already with people who were sick um, that by the time they actually got her into a position where she could be helped, they put her on a waiting list to get into um, because she needed a ventilator. Um, they couldn't couldn't get her on it fast enough. So he finally came. It was almost like come to Jesus moment where he said, yeah, I think there is something going around. And I said, good. Did you buy food? Are you ready to stay home? And he said, yeah. I said, because, you know, you're at, in that at-risk category. You're in your, he's 70-something now? Yeah. 71, 72. In, in amazing shape, but he's diabetic, you know, mm-hmm. so he's high risk. He's high risk because he's old. He's had skin cancer multiple times. He's had times. skin cancer multiple times. Cancer patients are high-risk people as well. That's why that 34-year-old the other day um, just passed away from California. He had testicular cancer, and he had just recovered from it. And then he went to Orlando, Florida, went to Disney World, came back, and within two days, he passed away. There was it. a mom in Washington that just died. She was 41, but she was a cancer survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, she was a single mom of like eight kids, too. Ugh, it's horrible. Said a, a saw a story about a family in New Jersey. So far, it's been hit the hardest. They had five family members that caught it, and three of them have died. Wow. The, the mother, her daughter, and her son. Of course, the mother was in her 80s. The son was like in his mid-50s. The daughter was in her 50s as well. Gotcha. Um, but not that that excuses it. And that's that's what I hate about this whole thing is when people keep saying, well, they were 60. Like, what are you talking about? Like, I'm trying to die when I'm 60. Like, it's, yeah. it's, you can't just write off people. Oh, they're over 65. Like, that's stupid. But... So, yeah, these are tough conversations people are having with the uh, the elders in their lives. And I think some are getting it immediately. I'm starting to see that turn on Facebook where they're like, well, maybe this is a serious thing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I always been telling everybody, take cues from the president. Look at his face. He seems to be taking it very seriously. And when he's taking it seriously and the vice president's taking it seriously and then you have mutual people in all political parties taking it seriously. Yeah. Maybe it's not a political thing. Maybe it is a serious thing. I don't get what everything has to be a political thing. This is literally happening to all of us all around the world. It's yeah. not just here in the U.S. I know. But anyway, I appreciate you guys calling in. Uh, we'll take a little break and be back in a few. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate show. So I got to talk about this change in our lifestyle now. We've got kids home. Mm-hmm. We've become homeschool teachers, even though we didn't want to be. Um, we're all constantly stressed, trying to figure out how we're going to work, how we're going to make money. I mean, the funds are running low. We don't know what's going to happen. And the only reason I find this funny is because I have never been in this position, like everybody listening my whole entire life, to where it's like every day you wake up and go, oh my God, what's going to happen today? Right? Like... <laughs> This is crazy. So we're trying to keep a little sense of normalcy with our children. So we let them go. We knew at nine o'clock, I guess we're doing like school until one and we have like, you know, recess and we're doing our packages and they've been really good and we're trying to keep a steady head for them. Um, but like last night, normally they go to bed at eight 30. We're like, I guess you can go to bed at nine since you're not really getting up a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, so I guess the question for everyone else at one eight seven seven five one six nine nine eight one. Are you forcing your teens to go to bed at a certain time or your children? Um, 
Are you trying to keep it normal? What are you What are you doing inside of your household? Um, you know, some people, as, as Xander always likes to tell us, all my friends stay up till midnight and they're not doing their school packages. Well, that's... Yeah, I highly doubt that, Xander. That's their decision in their household. I mean, we can't monitor everybody. Um, but what do you think? Do you... Are you still, you know, keeping a strict bedtime? What are you thinking? And um, I guess uh, and the university researcher, Michael Gradzer, he uh, did a whole, you know, background on this. And he said that according to his research... Repetitive negative thinking is habit forming and can significantly contribute to making sleep difficult and causing depression, mood swings in teenagers. So he said if they like to stay up late at night, then teens depression rates can actually go higher. They said they've said there's there's a correlation between uh, suicide, bad relationships and depression for teens who stay up uh, very, very late at night and get up very, very early. But those numbers seem to go down when they have a regular bedtime routine, especially during school week and weekends and encouraging mobile phones to be turned off earlier in the evening. So that's what the science tells us. At least one research paper, if you believe it or not. So my question for you, one 516 9981 Do you force your teen to go to bed at a certain time? What do you think? Let's go to line number one. Good morning. What do you do? I try, but it's so hard with technology. Yeah. They always have some way of being connected, whether it's their phone, laptop, video game system. I mean, you know, it's hard to enforce. At least they're not sneaking out of the house like we used to do. Yeah, that's very true. But I will say you can enforce it, and I appreciate your call. You can enforce it. We actually are able to turn their devices off. Yeah. So my wife has them set to a timer, so they don't turn on until a certain time of the day and they turn off at 7.45 at night and then it just shuts off. Yeah, the only thing that they have access to is um, they can call or text, but it's only a list of certain people, which are all family members. Mm -hmm. Yeah, none of their little friends, girlfriends or boyfriends or whatever, whoever the hell they want to talk to. They went, I just want to say hi. I just want to talk. I just want to chat. Well, you can't. It's hard because I want to give them to more time to socialize obviously because they're not at school so I think we should a lot because they all got their little friends numbers and they're going to want to FaceTime them so I think we should a lot like one time of the day where yeah. they can just go call and chat with whoever they want to talk to Yeah, because they're missing that social interaction being at home I give it to them all the time, the social interaction. Yeah, they don't want to hang out with us. Yeah, they, they do. Look, I am so. I, here's what I do when I talk to Reese. I go, "Hey, Reese, it's Ryan's toy review. Yeah. I have an egg in front of me. I wonder what's in it." I'm sure she loves that. She loves it. She doesn't. And then I go to Tegan, and I'm like, "Yo, what's up, Tegan? You seen what I pinned on my Pinterest board? It's all about planting." And she's like, "Man, you're the coolest boomer I've ever seen." I'm like, "Oh, I know. It's great." And I go to Xander, I'm like, yo, let's talk about Call of Duty real quick. What's up, bro? Yeah. Yeah, I think we should let them interact with their friends. It's probably. As long as they're doing it virtually. We maybe we should get them to all Netflix party. They can have a little <laughs> uh, slumber party movie night thing. Right. Let's go to line number two. Good morning. What do you do? Um, no, I definitely do not have a set time for them to go to bed because their schedules can be different every day. If they had practice after school and they have a big night for homework, then they have to stay up late. So I let them decide what works best for them as long as they get their stuff done and as long as they can wake up for school the next day. I don't care. Yeah. Well, I guess and I and I would agree that sometimes it does change, but I guess. She sounds like she has teenagers. Yeah, with the new times, the new things that are going on now, like there's not really practice after school anymore and everything's kind of 
shut down. So <laughs> it's like, and I'm, am I the only one that may, it feels like Groundhog's Day? Like we've only done this like four days, five days now. Two or, days. Oh, it feels like, it feels like a <laughs> month. It's been two days. And I'm like, every day it's the same thing over and over again. <laughs> Well, you know what's funny is because that was like that was normally our lives anyway. We didn't yeah. minus work events. We didn't really leave the house except for to get groceries and whatever that we're still allowed to do now. Yeah, it's not a good idea. It's just now it's enforced, so it doesn't feel fun anymore. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a break and return. It's Danny and Kate. It's Danny and Kate. Good morning to you. So if you're stuck at home social distancing, you might feel a bit dreary. Yeah, ain't that the truth? Uh, people are now battling those feelings by putting up Christmas lights. That's been the new thing. But not just any type of Christmas lights. They're putting them up like um, uh, like with hearts or we're going to make it or, you know, encouraging things like that. And there's a new hashtag going around called Lights for Life. One dad uh, admitted on Twitter, my youngest son was bored today, so he put up Christmas lights in our tree outside to cheer everybody up. He said, it's a great idea, buddy, and now everyone's been taking photos of it and checking out things. Other people have been doing other things as well. Um, Chanel tonight put on an hour and a half concert on her Facebook Live. Yeah. It was awesome. Like she's, she's such a good singer, and she's playing her ukulele. It was straight from Kauai, and she was just like, look, guys. We're all stressed out because they put a, um, a curfew on Kauai. Right, um, 9 p.m. Can't go out at 9 p.m. I mean, everyone's got different rules going on right now. And for her, that was her main income. She worked at night, you know, playing for the visitors and the hotels are shutting down. Well, and they're talking about like just shutting down the whole state of Hawaii visitors right now. Yeah. Well, he made that announcement. Governor Ige said they are not going to allow visitors in for 30 days. Mm, okay. So that's the end of tourism, which is... At least for a little while. Right. That's the majority of their money. So she's concerned about it, as they all are, like all of us are, trying to figure out what we're going to do. Yeah. So she sat down with her ukulele, and she just started singing. Of course, she's an amazing singer, and um, I watched the tail end of it, and she's, she said aloha to you, and she wants to say hi. And, um, so it was kind of cool. I think these are the times where our neighbors and people are coming together to support each other, because we get wrapped up in our own worlds of, you know, what are we going to do? What are we going to do? What are we going to do? I think we sometimes forget that we need to take those breaks. And we're all going through this crap together. Yeah, we're all going through it together. And you can't forget that the person that lives next door to you is just as stressed out as you are. Yeah. Um, and there is no exceptions to the rule. There's nobody out there. I don't care how much money they have or you think they have. They're stressed out. Yeah, everyone is. Everyone's stressed out. So uh, I guess the question is, how have you, your friends or your neighbors been working to try to keep things positive? Um, have you done anything to keep things positive in your neighborhood? So if you're stuck at home... And uh, you're distancing yourself. How have you done it? Of course, the guy did the lights thing earlier. Have you done anything that's unique or creative? I've been seeing a lot of um, fitness studios, like mm -hmm. even national chain ones. They've been posting like daily workouts and like live streaming things for all their clients since all the gyms are shut down. And there was a local dance studio who's been doing, they shut down a few days ago and they've been doing lessons on live videos for anyone who follows them. Oh, wow. That's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah. And I almost thought about that too. I think we should get up and work out in the morning to try to keep our blood going. I mean, I played basketball yesterday with Xander because we live in a cul-de-sac and I looked up the rules. They say... You're allowed to go outside of your house in your neighborhood. Yeah, you're allowed to still walk they around. They just don't want you to be within six feet of somebody else. It's more like, hey, don't go to the park. You can go on a walk. Yeah, yeah. Don't go play in playground equipment. So I've been doing that and trying to still, you know, you know, walk around, I guess. But, 
you know, so what do you do? one 516 Let's uh, go to line number one. Good morning. Uh, give us a, give us an idea. What do you do to, to keep your spirits up? What do you got? Hey, so my neighbors and I bought walkie-talkies to help keep in contact <laughs> with each other. Nice. But it's also pretty fun. I feel like we're in camp, and I don't know. It just helps to keep away the cabin fever. No, I appreciate it. That's a great idea. Walkie-talkies. We should have done that. I said that something about that yesterday, and you're like, oh, or the phone. <laughs> the walkie-talkies? Who, who near us would have... Maybe get the girls walkie-talkies from across the street so they could talk to the girls over here. Or they could FaceTime each other. I know, and it's the phone, I guess. <laughs> uh, there's that. Uh, let's go to line number two. Good morning. What do you got? What are you doing? Yeah, hi. On St. Patrick's Day, everyone in my neighborhood put little shamrocks in their windows so that we could take the kids out for walks to get some fresh air, and they could kind of do like a little clover hunt looking for the shamrocks. It was so sweet and so much fun. Oh, that's a great idea. I appreciate that's you cool. calling in. Yeah, so... I mean, this really depends on your neighborhood and people interacting with each other. Um, our neighbors have been total shutdown. Uh, no one's coming out. No one's moving. <laughs> I, I see their cars moving yeah. and going, but not not people. The only one I've seen move around is a lady who has the home daycare. Mm. And uh, she's still got kids coming over. Is she really? Yeah. I still. thought all daycares had to be shut down. I don't know. She's still got kids coming over. It wasn't as many as she normally has. It was like four or five. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Most and she, yeah, she took them. Uh, she took them out, and she was walking around the block with them. And it was interesting. It's different times. So I waved hi, and you know, hey, how are you? She waved hi, and immediately walked the other direction. <laughs> I was like, totally understand. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> So anyway, there's some, uh, I guess, ideas for you. We'll take a little break and return. It's Danny and Kate. Danny and Kate morning show. You knew it was going to happen eventually. Team, It seems like all the songs are now starting to be released. They're all involving COVID-19. It, it, music always reflects the world at the time. It just happens. Mm-hmm. So now there's a rap song that's climbing up the charts all about the coronavirus. Here it is. You got coronavirus. You got coronavirus. We ain't finna do this coronavirus i ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus move you got coronavirus Ooh, you got coronavirus we ain't finna do this coronavirus i ain't finna take a trip with this coronavirus <laughs> that's just the chorus but you get the rest of the song it's all about coronavirus that is the worst song i've ever heard <laughs> but it's topical and sometimes talent uh, is trumped by topical and for everybody that made fun of everyone else for buying too much toilet paper, it turns out you're going to need it. Uh, I guess there's a thing called stress pooping. It can make you use the toilet more often. A psychologist in Colorado posted a video about it. Uh, I thought everybody knew about this because every time I'm stressed, I'm in the bathroom often. Not so me. I always freak out. I knew about it, but here you go. Here's the, uh, the doctor talking about what this is. Psychology pro tip. When we get stressed, adrenaline gets released into our bodies. It messes up our brains. It also goes directly to our gut. And what happens when we have adrenaline in our gut? Well, you know how a dog, when it gets really scared, will poop? Humans do that too. It's adrenaline in the gut. 
If you relax, you will need less toilet paper. <laughs> so relax. Like taking a stroll while he's having his conversation, you can hear the footsteps. Crunch, yeah, crunch. he probably was walking around trying to relax a little bit. Um, all right. Well, there you go. Don't stress poop and uh, enjoy the latest coronavirus hit songs that are going to be released. Yeah, we have a lot to look forward to. Yeah. We'll be back in a couple. Here's Danny and Kate.